on Podacity Media. The show is not intended at a point and should not be considered legitimate medical, financial, psychological, or sexual advice. Listen at your own risk. Holy shit, tranquility. The best things in life are free. But you can give them to the birds and bees. I want toast. Mm, yeah, just toast. Okay, the weather's not so good, but we're going to do the show anyway. We uh, oh, had to do it out in the backyard today. <laughs> uh, I wish we brought an umbrella. Cheeky. That was nice. And the wind is not bad, but it needs to be kind of loud. This is like, this is what it sounds like in Croatia around November. They have this thing called... Uh, it's what it sounds like in Toronto from November to May. It's called Bura. Bura. It means big wind. It comes up from the south end, comes right up the channel between Croatia and Italy, and it blows at like 300 kilometers an hour. That's brutal. Yeah, it's amazing. But And that is when all of a sudden you realize why all the stone masonry is not excessive there. It sounds, it sounds more like white noise when it's breaking in and out. I, I can't hear... Earl, you, yeah, I, okay, but, uh, but, it, but I'm losing signal. But, I'm losing into, signal. Tunnel. I can call you back. <laughs> tunnel. Oh. Can't come into work. Tunnel. All right. That's less offensive than the offensive crickets. I like the rain and thunder. <laughs> the, cricket, the cricket critics, which I keep on the other app. Yeah, the point of that is you leave it on when you're sleeping. Like, I have waves that I leave on when I sleep, and it's amazing. You can set a timer as well with this app. That's cool. And the waves part is is great when you fall asleep, but when you wake up in the morning, if the waves aren't still going, you know it's bad news because you didn't plug your phone in. Oh. <laughs> and instead of charging up all night, it discharged all night. <laughs> I did that last night. Yeah. Is that actually a call, or is that you making the sound? <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm going to program my phone. Hey, what is going on? Yeah, it worked. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we we sort of started and didn't start. It was weird. I was thinking, all right, this is great, because McDog is playing sound effects for Kayla. I'm high. Nice. Only then I kept leaving. these. just keep the record on at all times. But. I think so, too. Because there's a beginning, there's always like a beginning somewhere in the first few minutes. It's just a natural right. beginning, or random stuff you just want to edit in later. We never yeah, stop. The, is what yeah, the saying, idea man. is we're, we're just on all the time. The, the idea is exactly. to not spend half the week editing it, though. No, you know what? That happened to me last night. Cause we got a bunch of family over, and I'm listening to the women talk till till very late at night. And you know, and the women of my family are like a con. It's like the view, right, at all times, right. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, man, I could have literally just like hit record on my phone, and we would have had another episode listening to them talk about menopause mm -hmm. and contractions, and <laughs> and contractive <laughs> menopause. Yeah. That I'm completely fascinated by, right? Like, like women don't actually tell us these things, right? Like, like for all the talking that that chicks do to me like they never reveal all the stuff that is actually a complete mystery like to them they take it for granted right like stuff that's like you're like what Even yeah they my, think i know women, like, women think that men they certainly don't talk about it on the view <laughs> well they <laughs> well, i watch show, it a lot more if they it. did 
yeah. Well, a lot of it is horrifying, right? So, like, a lot of it. A lot of stuff that women take for granted is just is just horrifying. And they talk about it all naturally. Wow. I always want to say when women say, uh, you know, men in locker room talk and how men are so vulgar, well, yeah. that if we we're only so knew. Women are bad. Yeah, if we only knew. <laughs> yeah, we're gross. The shit that they talk about, and I only get to know about this through other people, obviously. And, and but also lesbian sex, lesbian sex. Let let me That's tell you gross. about lesbian That's sex. Beautiful. Of course it is, right? It's beautiful. Vaseline on the lens, right? Rose petals floating on top of the, uh, on top of the. Um, the bathtub with the bear claw feet and whatever yeah of course it is it's beautiful and that no it's not there are devices there's 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 a lot going on there's a lot going on and it's aggressive and if you think otherwise ooh, you're watching the wrong movies really well I think I've, I've never you know I've never been, you've been like peering through windows or something no but no, I'm, I hope I'm inspiring everybody to do a lot of research <laughs> yeah, so this will be the rest of my day now. <laughs> to be look, to be honest, I only know what I've seen in porno movies. I've never been lucky enough to actually get to watch that like direct firsthand. <laughs> You've never directed. Hand. I've never directed firsthand. <laughs> never directed firsthand. First of all, from what McDaw's talking about, I don't know if luck is the right word. That's <laughs> more like trapped. Yeah. Right. The reality of safe word, safe what word. women are doing when we're not around compared to what's going on in our heads is, is there's such a huge gap. It's, it's oh, oh, I don't want to expand on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, jump in here. Stop I, us. I have no comment. <laughs> Call the girl yeah. police. No Quick. comment. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you have a happy Halloween? Halloween? Man, Gen Z kids are so lazy. So, dude, they're coming to the door. So I got all excited because the kid showed up, the first kid that showed up, and he's got a horse mask on. And I finally crushed the the, the final season of BoJack Horseman. Right? And I was so like, it's it's is one of my favorite shows. Hmm. And uh, and I just I yelled at him, so excited. I'm like, Are you BoJack? And he just looked at me in his weird autistic Gen Z look on their face <laughs> they have all the time. Dear, and, I know uh, that and he had no idea what I was talking about and his little sister wasn't even in costume and uh, and I'm like look we've got a lot of candy here and it's snowing so I don't think a lot of kids are going to show up take as much candy as you want so not only is there no trick or treat there's no costumes uh, for the whole bunch of kids they don't really even want the candy I think their parents are just forcing them out of the I, I just think Gen Z kids sit around and stare at the wall all day alright let's 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 attack that look first of all. That look that someone's giving is like I'm going to look everywhere but at you to demonstrate how uncomfortable I am with right. what's happening right now, right? But if you had 100 of these people in a room not looking at each other, demonstrating how uncomfortable they are, and and then nobody's really telling each other anything, you just have a bunch of people really confused in a room, looking all over the place, except at <laughs> each other, right? Like now, <laughs> like now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Every one of those kids is a CEO of an app, though. This That's Halloween, we hid, literally. I don't know. Ever since Sam left home, it's not fun, right? When I was a kid, we, I'd go out for Halloween, and there was always the couple of the old lady and the old man that were all excited to ask you what your costume was, which was depressing if they couldn't figure it out. <laughs> and I thought, oh, one day I'll be that old man. And now Halloween comes, and we just turn off the lights, and we hide. <laughs> like, I, we order, we order takeout. <laughs> We hide in the living room with all the lights off. Fate and isn't so. That's terrible. And pretend that there's nobody home. I know. It's, <laughs> I know. It is terrible. But I'm, I'm grouchy this 
this time of year. I was an unwed zombie dropout mother for Halloween. I had a cheerleader <laughs> costume on. I was covered in blood and rotting, rotting flesh. And be, because I couldn't figure out how to affix the doll to an umbilical cord and have it dragging behind me. <laughs> if uh, I'd seen I, you, it would have been different. I would have I turned on to, the lights and we would have given you some candy. I, I, had right. to, I had to put the doll into a box with that sign. Un, it said undead with a big W over the D. So it said unwed. Undead. Uh, unwed zombie dropout mother. Spare any brains, right? Like that was, that was my nice. whole, that was my whole shtick. I did that for a concert actually. Nice. Well, that beats the snot out of the kid that showed up at my door saying he was Jacket Boy. Jacket Boy? <laughs> Actually, I'd give him something, too. That's pretty ingenious. Yeah. This year, the doorbell rang a couple of times, and I was sure that it was the food arriving because oh. the lights were all off and the house was dark, right? Yeah. So, And it was dark outside and pouring rain. Yeah, I don't like, know why people went out. I don't so know why bad. people went out either. They should have a postponed Halloween They did by that in Montreal, thing. apparently. That's what I heard. Yeah, they, oh, that's smart. That's I was, smart. I mean, it's not like, yeah, but how like, important is that holiday, right? How do you postpone? Like, it's always October 31st. Once November 1st hits, like, uh, everyone's in a different mood. Well, they got to get Halloween over gotta, with so they can run the Christmas ads. Exactly. You got to start. The Christmas movies have started November 1st. The W Network started playing <sighs> Christmas movies. The wow. really bad Hallmark movies uh, that are on, constantly on because my mom loves to watch them. I don't know why. Yeah. I remember. All right, hey guys, we got to get G-rated for a second here because my, uh, my six-year-old nephew uh, just has a new book. And and uh, and he's got to talk about it before he gets on the road to go see the Harlem Globetrotters. They they really live the most like amazing lives. That sounds really awesome. Cool. I know, right? Like they're they're living the baller lifestyle at at six. <laughs> all okay. right. So all right. So my six year old nephew. Yeah, I'm just gonna aim the mic at him because uh, I'm pretty sure you guys can't keep your language G rated. So I'm keeping the headphones on. So. Uh, all right, I'm going to aim the microphone at him. So my six-year-old nephew, Sohan, has a new book, and uh, his book is called How to Draw a Butt. <laughs> so he's going awesome to try title. to walk us through the steps because we obviously <laughs> cannot see. Uh, he, he, he taught me how to draw a butt, draw a butt this morning. with, with the, It's a four-step process, and it's quite ingenious. I want to see if I can draw it just through listening. Is this yeah, a... Um, this is gonna, so he's gonna, we're gonna, this is our test to see if he can actually figure out how to explain it without showing you the visual. So, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, and you know what? We can be nice with our... With our oh, yeah? You want me to you know, can, But I'd like to just, just to frame this. Is there like a legitimate line down the middle of it just just to start because maybe maybe he has a crack addiction (laughs) (laughs) and his line down it's 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 uh impressive really looks like a butt all right uh here you go so hunt you're you're actually on you start talking yeah Um, start talking first you make backwards c okay i make it I'm gonna do, can I draw these as you as you describe yeah, yeah, them start, on my paper? Try to draw them as you uh, okay. as he's talking to see I'm if making you can pull it off. Backwards C. Okay, backwards C. And then you draw like at the bottom. You draw a line up. A line so curve, up. Okay. Draw a line up like put in towards the C a little bit from the bottom of the C. From the bottom. Kale is the only C. one who understood backwards yeah. C properly. <laughs> And then you make a Y inside the C. Okay, so then oh, draw yeah. like so. Make that little curve that you've done it. 
I'm seeing right. it. It's coming. I can I'm see it. I'm seeing something that's pretty uh, obnoxious looking. And then, and then finish the circle. Oh. Look at that. Where, that looks exactly Mine's like bad. one. <laughs> that looks like Mine a... Mine turned um, out to a That's a great looking butt. It is. Good yeah. job. It is. When, yeah, you, when is your book coming out? Yeah. You just got three people to draw a butt. On, we do, yeah. yeah, we drew Live. butts. Yeah, amazing. That's I'm, awesome! I'm Congratulations! Actually, I'm, I'm adding the uh, I'm adding the poopies. You're doing, oh, you're good one. I am. I know it's too soon. It's too soon. But mine kind of look, looks like a butt, but with a bathing suit on it, like a, with a bottom of a bathing suit. Mine yeah. looks like a peace sign. This doesn't look like a poopy at all. It looks like you, it's a butt that's your, crying. Your butt looks like a peace sign. Yeah, you know, like the. <laughs> that's right. The peace symbol. <laughs> it does. Yeah, mine looks like a Mercedes hood ornament. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's it. The Mercedes, that's a high. The E-Class butt. Yeah. Yeah. Mine looks like what I believe the English call a fanny. I think I, I guess we have to wait till the book actually comes out. <laughs> well, it's out. He's selling it at school, I think. Oh, is he? Oh, oh congratulations. That's terrific. Wow. Are you signing you these book books? Yet? No. No? What are you, how much are you going to charge for this book? Under 50 cents or something. Wow. Oh. That's that's really a good deal. It's yeah, that's, pretty, that's a good deal. I'd go for a dollar at least. Yeah. Oh, they say it should be a dollar at least. Mm, it's kind of small. Bring them it's in the Shark Tank. <laughs> well, you could do, you could, or, or you could do like you could do fifty cents each, three for a dollar. For the three whole fa the family pack, you could call it the family yeah, that pack. Way you right? could do, that could be your first pack. three for a dollar. Your first Christmas present. Three for a dollar, and then just one is fifty cents. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. That's a good deal. Like that's a good that. deal. I'm ordering them. I'm on Amazon right now. <laughs> What's it called? It's called How to Draw a Butt. Nice. On Amazon. That's well, nice. you know what they say. Nothing before the butt counts. <laughs> but, but, okay. but. Well, that is very cool. Are you guys right. still together for Diwali? Yeah. And he's leaving the room now to go. Oh. Brother. Well, bye. Oh, finally. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Man, my page Jeez. is turning brown. Oh. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh. We've made it through six shows at, with no fart jokes. <laughs> that was pretty good. How That's we? right. I maintained the headphones on the whole time. He didn't hear you guys at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah, That's too bad. We were being like really sweet yeah, and tender. Yeah, so what I'll do soon. is I'll have to, I'll, I'll extract that segment from the rest of the show. Yeah. We, we, didn't, we didn't get all Halloween on his ass or anything. What, right, uh, right. Exactly. What was he for Halloween? They were wizards. They're twins. Oh, that's awesome. So we were gotta, they were twizzards. Oh, you guys are back in the room. You both were wizards, huh? Yeah, he's right there. All right. How old are they? Yes. Can I see the Chi-Chi coming out of his butt? Uh, <laughs> you, do you hear that? He Absolutely. I want, to, I want to see what's coming out of his butt. Uh, he'll have to send it to me. It'll be weeks before this actually might actually show up somewhere where I can actually... Well, he'll need some <laughs> support you. from and Uncle then, So we'll have to ask McDog to... Uh, Illustrate. McDog's the oh, one who drew the poops coming out of the butt. Yeah, yeah. I was. I'm, I'm ready. You'll <laughs> send it to us, and we'll we'll send you a copy. Okay, we'll compare. His poop fannies. This, yeah, it's can, just a rough draft, though. <laughs> we could SMS text to uh, the pictures. This is just. It's a, this is like pink copy. This is not like white copy. This is. <laughs> All right. Well, nothing but the butt counts, and uh, I have a hell. Of, I'm getting kind of excited just looking at the butt. 
<laughs> That's a nice looking butt. Yeah, it's a it's a good looking butt, right? I'm, right. I'm, I'm gonna fold this paper twice, so just so it folds out, just to give me the extra panache. If know? I was cool enough to have ever witnessed real lesbian sex in person, see, I might have gotten a a, a a picture like that of someone <laughs> very happy butt, but <laughs> but I didn't. All right, we're putting McDog to sleep. There it is. Oh yeah, there you go. So yeah, it was freezing cold and raining, and and I we got two kids showing up out of I don't know how many thousands that we tricked into staying away, and right. it, they were both soaked. The ten year old kids, and I'm not I feel like an old man saying this, but they were soaked like not just wet, but drenched like yeah, drenched soaked the skin yeah. sideways rain that oh, yeah. Yeah. like you just pulled them out of the water and uh and i don't know what, i mean they got candy and pneumonia i suppose it was pouring yeah. and cold that's, that's what halloween's all about yeah oh, actually my a friend of my uh, my roommate who has a, a seven-year-old daughter he said to me just yesterday he said oh man you should have seen i took sairi to her uh to her um dance class and, and all the girls in the dance class, they're all like standing around like like adults that have been partying really hard for three days. Like they're all just like, oh, okay, we're going to get through this uh, because of the candy drop. <laughs> the, candy, oh the, candy, the ups and downs and ups and downs of the candy. Oh and now they're all like together like, all right, dance class. Okay. <laughs> okay. What else did I, I do just? Yeah, I don't know. We were. Gonna, I did nothing we, this week. I, I I assembled furniture. I got a new job. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Did you I have a new job, job like assembling two, furniture? Uh, I, I, yeah. Is this the second new job though? Like, didn't you have a new job two weeks ago? Or I guess is, it's is the, the same one. one. Just, I just haven't gone into it yet because I didn't. It was so new that I couldn't really expand on the topic. But right, now, now I can insult everybody. Um, awesome. Yeah. So yeah, we assemble things for people who are just don't do that kind of thing. And hey, hey, <laughs> and uh, and 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 we do it well, and we like them. And my job, of course, is to make sure that they feel that what they're thinking about is is as important as they do. And, and while I assemble their furniture, and uh, and we see some really rocking houses, like really amazing houses, we're delivering. Uh, Really fine furniture as well, which oh, so it requires a lot of skill. It's not IKEA or anything. No, 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 no. Those those people are kind of DIY, aren't they? Does do people really get other people to bring IKEA furniture it's an and option. have it assembled? Yeah, you can. It's an option. I would. That's the most frustrating experience I ever have trying it's, to IKEA anything. Yeah, I, I, I had a more frustrating experience. I bought the tiniest little, just for uh, like a three drawer little thing to keep your gloves and, and hats and crap in by the front door and i got it from canadian tire and i don't know what the american equivalent of canadian tire is uh, like a pep boys maybe kind of home, like de home, depot. home, depot, home depot sort of yeah. this thing made ikea look so high tech and so clever in because it had 200 pieces that needed to go together and none of them actually really fit <laughs> it took me three hours to build a tiny piece of nothing there's I would Euro not do well in McDog's job. There's a European company called yeah. Caligaris. You guys know this name? Mm -mm. No. Mm. 
That says a lot. So Caligaris. Uh, Why? Is, because we're also like, into fire furniture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Caligaris is like eight thousand dollar tables and stuff, but they're also a, they're they're also like uh, modern enough to be doing transformers, right? To think in the condo lifestyle and compactability and all that stuff. So they have this really, you know, it's like marble top things that flip open. Oh, stuff cool. like that. Yeah, it's really cool stuff. Look up, and I'm. This is a total plug, and I'm not getting paid. So, uh, look up the uh, the orbital, the orbital table from Caligaris, C A L L, Caligaris, uh, and it it's just it, the first time I saw that thing flip open, I must have looked like a caveman watching somebody use a match. Like it's just wow, that was really cool. Did you build it? Yeah, I no, I'm not allowed to. I'm actually not allowed to touch those yet. It's like when I was working at the, the Frank Speaker Shop, I was not allowed to touch the JBLs, but I could touch all <laughs> Stay the away other from ones. the Celestians. Yes, no, I, I I worked my way up to Celestian. Thank you very much, but he still handled all the JBLs. You can do the Sirwin Vega. So the Caligaris actually, they send out a guy to stand there and and do it, and wear his lugs. Otherwise, we Dude, set the stuff up. This table is so cool looking. Yeah. Right? Look at that thing. And it expands. Like, like, it, it's a nice extension, too. When, when you can't see through it, it's even more magic. They, they, they use, the videos all have the glass model you can see through. But when it's, when it's marble top, you can't see what's about to happen. It just suddenly is there. It's really it's like cool. The Jetsons meet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All their stuff is like that. I their love Jetsons looking furniture. Awesome. Anything Jetsons I find very cool. Yeah, it's like the Jetsons, but like. Italian marble, right? Okay. Like it's really cool looking. Oh, this picture like is this guy's using as a desk. The models, the models are desk. awesome too. They're so Italian, right? Do you have one of the videos with like some model walking through and one handle, no, no, one I'm handing the, the table? Yeah. <laughs> In her like awesome stiletto heels as, as you always do when you open tables. Or walking through your house. Or walking through your house, your home house getting ready always for- Always in my house in stilettos. Oh. House first. I never, I'm barefoot around the house all the time. And all I do is because I'm such a klutz is smash my little toe into things. You have I nice floors though. I like your wood floors. They're we have real. nice floors, but everything, if I was inventing Jetson's furniture, it would be furniture that didn't have legs. <laughs> so that when I'm stumbling around the house in a spaced out state, which if, is most of the yeah, time. If, if I was inventing tour groups, it would them. be Italian ladies that didn't have legs. <laughs> <laughs> Italian... Italian guy in the swimming pool that doesn't have legs. Mm -hmm. You know? Bob. Thank you. <laughs> all right. What else? So we started, uh, as usual, we started talking about all the good stuff before the show. Because we, we don't want anyone who's listening to get the good stuff. We say that. <laughs> We're like a dealer. We save the good stuff for this, you know, for the special people. Um, we talked about movies for movies. We talked about we? movies because we always talk about movies. Do you want to start there? I signed up, so I'm excited about this. I signed up for uh, one week Blade Runner and the next week Blade Runner 2049 at the Ontario Place Cinesphere, which for those of you who don't know what Toronto is like, we have regular movie theaters and then there's this one massive geodesic dome theater that they, I mean, the screen is five times the size of anything you've ever seen. It was built for IMAX when IMAX was first happening. Right, so, and they would yeah. do things like you'd go there as a as a class trip, and they would do things like uh, go over the something. space, or go over the top. Oh, they like go in gliders. They go over the top of a of a of a waterfall, 
And it was so big that you would gasp. You couldn't help it. We're on a roller coaster. You'd go over the peak of a roller coaster. And when you started going down, this was so consuming. You would be like, (gasps) wow. So I'm going to see the original Blade Runner, which is it? The final, the final (laughs) cut or the slightly on the fat side. It's called the final cut now, I believe. (laughs) And uh, two weeks later, I'm going to see the new Blade Runner. I'm very okay, excited so about that. it's not in one day, because I'm saying, uh, I was thinking that's going to be That'd be nice, right? Back day. to back, it would be awesome. Ah, uh, dude, you'd be so exhausted. I have such a long day. Just need a handful <laughs> of mushrooms, and I could get through it. <laughs> oh, 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 the last trailer for Star Wars came out. Just still more Star Wars? Shut up. The last tra- the trailer for Star Wars came out, and at the end of it, it's like, tickets available. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, I'm going to be one What's of those guys Star for the first time. It's the last one. It's the final one. It's the ninth... Film. The final cut. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it's actually still now the story is continuing. It's not these little offshoot ones because there was a couple offshoot ones that they kick out every year, right? You guys so. really sound like you haven't been paying attention to this at all. I have been no. paying no attention to it at all. I don't believe so this. Every Star Wars person is just like putting their hand to their forehead right now. I don't watch God, Wars. really, just really. So, um, it this this one's called the 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 last three films. Okay, we know the first three, and we know the second disappointing three, and yeah. then there's the last three. And the first one was by J.J. Abrams, who rebooted all the Star Treks with the young cast. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, everybody, he's awesome. Everybody I mean, really likes him. Abrams are, are great movies. He's our Spielberg. He's our new Spielberg, right? Right. Except yeah. that he has to have the lens flare in every scene. <laughs> right. If you ever see a movie and it's J.J. Abrams, pay attention to this. Every scene has lens flares and they're not real. You see, watch yeah, Star Trek. Maybe you, he, it, it looks really cool until just, your brain goes, that can't possibly oh, be a lens flare. He learned to edit on Premiere. Yeah, it's like he found the special effect. And went, that could be my my, uh, my thing, my, my signature, thing, right? My signature special effect. I'll just put... So the last one is called The Rise of Skywalker. Is that number nine? That's nine. Interesting. And it comes out in December. And the moment that happened, I called my brother and said, all right, tickets, we're going together. Because we went to see Return of the Jedi together. And it came so I, I, I lost track of the story after the last one. So the last yeah. one is after the one the where first three, evil I bastard, lost right? Track of the story. So in that last one, we left off where Luke is an evil bastard, right? Is that, that was he, the plot he, of the He's a bitter, disappointed one? person. Okay, so essentially what's happened to Luke Skywalker is probably the right place to, to view the, the storyline as opposed to the actual storyline, which is about this girl, Ray. By the way, I love how academic this is. <laughs> it's about this girl, Ray. But what happened to Skywalker is he, he realized that he caused all these problems and he disappeared, much like Yoda did, much like mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi did. Okay, he just vanished and he became a, a relic and a hermit and he, and he hid out. So the first film, The Force Awakens, is them trying to find him. And they find him and the reasons why who's looking for him is finding him and, and then that movie's done. They find him and they pass him the lightsaber that's been in a box for like 20 years. And he looks at it at the beginning of the first, second film and then he throws it over his shoulder, which is a great joke. And then he just walks away and then we deal with what he's been dealing with. He's really been like hard on himself. He's getting angrier. He's getting more bitter and disappointed in life. And he doesn't, and, and he, you know, nobody could play this role better than Mark Hamill at this point, who actually believed for a long time that Star Wars destroyed his ability to have a real career. Didn't oh, his yeah. car accident destroy right. his ability to have a real career? Like, didn't he get into a terrible car accident <laughs> that, after first Star Wars, after I the first Star Wars happened, movie? Yeah, it was called Corvette one? Summer. I'll be right back. <laughs> you remember Corvette Summer, that movie that he tried to make after Star Wars? It's a great movie. Actually. I've never heard of it. No, Corvette Summer. Torrent it. It's fun. Okay. Um, 
No, I don't know what happened. Yeah, but he, he got he, mutilated in a car accident, I think. Yikes. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm too lazy to look it up, but that's what I think. I that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay, and so by the end of the second film, we get a little bit deeper into who the bad guy is and why the bad guy is important and the, good girl, and, and the good girl and why she's important. But the real thing that's being questioned now by all the Star Wars geeks is... The the whole thing is about the prophecy of the one, the one who's supposed to come and bring balance to the force. And all we've had so far is films about the good guys trying to win over the bad guys. There's no balance there. So I think what this last film is supposed to do is round the whole thing out to give people more of an open idea of life. Star Wars 9, Republicans versus Democrats. <laughs> do we need either? Let's all work together. Maybe they cancel each other out at the end. I think this is how it's <laughs> going to go. Who's Luke? Do you know? It's, he's gone. By the end of the second uh, of this recent trilogy, he vanished into nothingness again. He, he actually, he, he, he self-applied the Kenobi thing that happened when Darth slash Kenobi. He shows and up he, as a 3D VHS. That's going to happen in the third one, I'm sure. So wait, I thought you said the third one was called something about Skywalker. <sighs> the Rise of Skywalker. But he's not in it? No. No. So who is it? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, that's very exciting. And if you take it, me and pay for my ticket, then I'll go. <laughs> we have to sit down. We'll do the full Mushroom Day, as you mentioned, and we'll like we'll watch the first two, the J.J. Abrams one, and the, the Last Jedi was the second one. And then we'll go out. I lost it. all hope when I saw Solo. I was really excited and I saw Yeah, that, that was really a rough thing because Rogue One, the one before it, was brilliant was really brilliant and Which that I was an offshoot I, I haven't seen any of We're this yeah i know We're gonna yeah have to get she's doodling really again <laughs> you guys have described it well enough i don't think i need you to don't see need it, to see it ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i went to see terminator last night the new one i don't know what it's called terminator, terminator? Dark, terminator Dark 13 Fate. yeah do you, want, do you want me to sum up that check. one for you all right so. yes please <laughs> yeah i don't need to, you know what i'll just go upstairs and get a coffee no, i've know. i've heard i've actually heard that this one is fairly standalone which is great i love when they do that and all the terminator films have done that you can kind of just watch it and not have to see any of the other ones, and it's fine. But, but I think I no, I don't agree with you. So not it, not on this a, last one. No, I saw oh. one, okay. So I saw Terminator One, which was just a tr sort of I thought it was just a trashy, cheap B movie, and then I saw Terminator Two when it came out in the theater, and I think I saw it five times because I'm I like that kind of stuff. It's not at all intellectual, but it was, and in fact, I seem to remember going on mushrooms. So, so all that melting metal and, you know, just, are we, are we trying to get a mushroom sponsor? You trying to get a mushroom? <laughs> yeah. No, I just came up twice, but uh, because I was thinking about Terminator anyway. So it, it stuck with me, the whole, you know, nuclear bomb and all that stuff. It was very cool. And Linda Hamilton being a badass cool. was amazing. Who doesn't love it? Right. So we went to see this one, partly because Lisa wanted to see Linda Hamilton 40 years later. That's why she looks to. Right, because she looks like a badass still, a 60-year-old badass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she's tough as nails now. She's leather. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she's going to make G-MILFs. Uh, 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 a hot new thing. G for <laughs> grandmother. Gilfs. That is a thing. It is a oh, thing. Oh, it's Gilfs? It's but it's only gonna, for like 10 people in the entire world She's so far, just going to so have one so. with automatic weapons. So here's, so here's the thing. I was expecting, like I tried to see Terminator 3 and 4, I think. And I went, okay, I get it. It's the same old post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. There's, uh, there's salvation and Genesis. Salvation's 4, Genesis is 5. 
You, I couldn't you do it. There was five. Oh them. my god! I yeah. haven't seen these movies either. This should yeah, have been. Some of them get really boring and tedious. This six should, should have been, been three. Called Terminator Three. Ah, bad. That's it what it looks really like from good. the trailer, and yep. that's why they brought. It was really kind of the same story, uh, but they did a good job. It was not a B movie in that, in the oh. sense that when you're, the, the lines are good lines, but they they aren't tacky. The acting is real. Like you can forget yourself in it. I mean, it's not. It's a pointless movie. But but you can forget yourself in the movie instead of going, oh, really? They had to use that line or, oh, really? This guy can't act. Why couldn't they find the right person for this role? Mm. And no, this was really enjoyable from the beginning. It was ass kicking. It had all the necessary Terminators from different generations killing other Terminators. It had uh, the uh, what's her name? McDog, you'll know the young hottie that from Blade Runner <laughs> and Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, and Halt and Catch Fire. That's where she's from. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, point being, it was it kicked ass. It was not like a, one McKen- of the other Terminator movies. It really kicked ass. And Mackenzie Davis. Yes, she was very Mackenzie good. Mackenzie Davis. And very <laughs> attractive. But really, uh, Arnie it was still he was still the best. He was still indestructible. Oh, I, right yeah, on. At his age, you. Maybe might have trouble believing that he was a Terminator. <laughs> yeah, he's like these things don't apparently last forever. <laughs> Sorry, he's like seventy. And, and yeah, and so did Linda Hamilton. She lasts forever too. Seventy-two. Whoa. So anyway, there's my. I don't. I have no idea if there's any value in that as a movie review, but it kicked ass. So Actually, I would definitely go and see. He should be around for a while, Arnold. You know, he's always taking good care of himself. Well, yes, he was. Well, apart from the cigars, young. I think he's a vegan now or something like that. Wow. Well, you can't win them all. But the cigars probably didn't help either. Cigars and are he's always been, all he's Also, he's always been a fairly happy looking person, you know, like. I don't think he was happy when he was running the state of California. No, or, or, or when he was getting caught with cheating maid. with his maid. Yeah, yeah. 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 So <laughs> And he had that uh, kid. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. He had a kid with her. Right? Yeah. Don't. It's not cheating if you no. only get the blowjob. <laughs> and his daughter is married to Chris Pratt or something like that. You're kidding. Well, yeah. that's a that's a gold star. That's better. That yeah. works. You know, when Chris Pratt broke up with Anna Ferris because he, he got into good shape. So <laughs> he had to go get the governor's daughter. Uh, that sounds very dangerous. That's awesome. I got to see who his ex is. I don't know who she is. You don't know who Anna Ferris is? No. Have you ever really? seen um, the scary movies? Like the... Oh, you've watched Mom, because you were talking about Chuck Lorre the other day. Uh, yeah, and you know everybody. She's the hilarious little blonde girl. Yeah. Dog is the IMDb self-proclaimed. Oh, her. Yeah. So Chris Pratt used to be married to her when he was fat, and then he got no, into good no. shape. There's a couple pictures of him. He's still handsome here. I mean, yeah, but then he got shredded, yeah. and they broke up. You yeah. know, they're not funny when they're not fat. Right. right. Johnny Hill's made a point of this. <laughs> There's nothing funny about a physically fit man. Lucky yeah. <laughs> wins <even> accent. <laughs> well, I think the only guy who actually got away with it, and because of that, everybody absolutely hated him, was, uh, was uh, Dane Cook. Dane I Cook was just ac- thinking that. Yeah. Everybody Dude, absolutely. absolutely loathes him because he was like good looking and funny. So, yeah, his his star rose for like, it seemed like a week and everyone went from this guy's awesome to I hate this bastard. Yeah, like that stadium, that stadium show is a real piece of work. That circular. The vicious circle. Yeah, that's amazing. It's a good one. But wasn't he like stealing jokes or something like that? 
that was like the problem. Really? Yeah, I think. That yeah, was, I think like, that was the big accusation. He was yeah. stealing somebody's jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and then he went well, underground. I, but they and, probably just accused him of that because he was in shape. Maybe I think every I, I was listening <laughs> to I don't even know, but I think every comedian says like they don't watch other people's sets because you just get influenced. You just naturally will like find a joke funny. You kind of try to implement it on your own. Yeah, but comedy itself is like any language. You know, yeah. you only have the vocabulary. Right. It, I was going to say it's like music. Like yeah. there's only so many tunes you can crank out before yeah. someone will say, "Oh, that's a ripoff of something from ten years ago, twenty yeah. years ago." But you can't. Comedies the same. And, and, and well, plus comedies have they have writers just like musicians too, right? So like they're some of those jokes have to be rehashed unless you buy them on an exclusive basis. I mean, I, I really think standups or some standups at least actually have writers. <gasps> it was Louis C.K. that that uh, accused With him Donna of stealing Scott? his jokes. Oh, okay, yeah. So I want to know if they. Well, I want to hear what Dane Cook's jokes were about Louis C.K. <laughs> after the incident. Can you lend me a hand? I, I got I got a note by the way. I got a letter from Louis C.K. I signed up for his uh, his mailing list in 2012, and uh, and he was always sending you know something two or three a year. And like then, dick and, pics. And then it went totally. <laughs> <laughs> It went totally silent for a while because I guess he was using both his hands for a while, and, and then, and then uh, I got a letter last week. Last week, it's just it was just hello, <laughs> I'm here. Oh, well, right, I managed to put me I'm in jail, here. so I'm it, still the, here. The first two sentences of it was uh, was if you really don't want to get these emails at all, just click right here, and we'll and we'll just carry on. Yeah. But if you right. still want the emails, then you can read the rest of this, right? And uh, and it was I mean it's written by him, you know it's him. Right. What do you uh, think is the status of his he's on career? Tour like, like yeah. well, what I mean is, you know, nobody's going to see um, Mr. Jello Pudding. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Bill Cosby. Yeah, Bill Cosby. Oh, oh he's in prison. He's in prison. If they let him The only guy who's going to see him is a bald man named Kitten. That's <laughs> all. His name is Bubba. No, but I mean, there's some. So, okay. So my point of, of that question is of the, the batch of guys who were killed by the Me Too movement. Yeah. Um, does he, does, did he kind of dodge a bullet? Is, is he the only one who has a career? I, I think Woody Allen, think he, Woody Allen still This does, isn't about of. dodging. What do you think? He went on a, he had like a couple shows here in Toronto and I was like, oh, I tried to get tickets. They were all sold out. Like 100% sold out. Like couldn't find a single ticket anywhere. It was like a really low key. I think he had it at like Yuck Yucks or something like that, mm -hmm. like a couple shows. And I was like, wow, okay. So people do still want to go see him. I think people probably want to go see like what he wants to talk about, like what's going on. Is he going to address what happened, him jerking off in front of women and on the phone with women? Like it's just, he did weird stuff. Like he, he what he did it's just weird. I don't think it was really like. I'm kind of with you. It's yeah. a fetish. That it was, was yeah. right. It was, you know, it, it crossed the line, but it didn't like smash through it. But like it hurt, it hits everyone. Like Aziz Ansari got hit with one and then he, he put out a hard. Yeah. And then he got a Netflix special and did a stand up special like not too long ago. Now, yeah, he, and, and he, he, he hit well, back actually. actually. Yeah. yeah, he hit back, and, and yeah. you're not supposed to, right? You're supposed to just uh, confess and hide. That's what you're supposed yeah. to do: confess and hide, or confess and rehab, or confess in jail. That's those are your options. Yeah. Well, right? I know one of the women that Louis C.K. actually jerked off in front of, mm -hmm. and uh, to reveal the truth, she did not give a fuck. Yeah, I don't think anyone would be like, oh my God, this has scarred me for the response. rest of my life. It's just like, you're a weirdo, dude. <laughs> I think but, they laugh at that away. Chappelle, laugh. That's basically yeah, Chappelle's like, take on it in his special. Yeah, put Chappelle your freckled like, penis away, sir. Well, he still has a career. Good for him.
Yeah, and that dude from Seinfeld never recovered. It's been, what, 25 years since he said the N-word at a show. I mean, right? but he said the N-word, and that was kind of like, wasn't he? Yeah, like, and he like aggressively and was like, right? yeah, yeah. 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 He, yeah, he was desperately searching for a way to call the guy that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, yeah. and he didn't find the comedic route at all. Yeah. And it, it, <laughs> right. it didn't happen. He just got angry. There's, he just yeah. turned into an angry racist in front of him. Yeah, there's no way of coming back being like, so I had my racist moment. <laughs> <laughs> now, now let's all breathe and hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> but I did some community service in the black communities and, you know, it's fine. Okay, how did it not work out then the same way for Roseanne, Roseanne Barr? Well, what did I she don't think anyone likes her now. She kind of she did, did the, the same thing. She did the Jewish cookies. And <laughs> what did she, what, what, what that, was it she did? She did I, like I, the I photo shoot where she was like dressed as like Hitler and then had like the Jewish cookies and like the oven. And they were oh, like that's burning. later, but that's just, that's just but good But I comedy. thought her whole, th the, what really brought her down, I thought was <laughs> the, the N-word and some like snotty, oh, horrible yeah. racist she lost, comments. She lost but, her special because of it. She lost her but, new show because of it. Uh, yeah, then they, right, they they wrote her out of the show. Right. Oh, but I think she does, just had like a whole tumble. Maybe it was she, just too much. Yeah. But I, I hear other stand-ups use that as a bit all the time because it was an ambient thing, right? That was their excuse. She was on ambient. I just yes. heard somebody, uh, I don't know who it was on another special. might have been an, the new Arsenio special or something where they had an ambient joke and it was all about Roseanne. So now she's material for other people. I got to look it up because I, I remember actually siding with her <laughs> when, <laughs> when I heard about it. I remember thinking, no, this is bullshit. Uh, this is like, that. This this is too far. Oh, I can't remember what what's the controversy where it is national anthem no Hitler photo shoot down yeah, there's that one Zimmerman tweet uh, he's scanning the internet Valerie Jarrett Valerie Jarrett tweets that's the one that's the one former blah blah blah's response to a thread on Twitter about Valerie Jarrett a senior advisor to former President Obama it reads Muslim Brotherhood and the Planet of Apes had a baby jeez right wow okay. Yeah, I don't think there's any coming back. From no, that, that one, no, you're there, right. there isn't. There really isn't. Right, right. As a boogeyman, I told you this is the Halloween show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's the no no humor Halloween show. I'm, like, I'm, listening, serious. I'm listening to like conversations we're having, going, "Wow, we've never done a show with serious, you know, <laughs> very very yeah, serious serious shit." Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, I'm falling behind here. Hang on a second. Oh, we need some uh, some I'm serious uh, sound effects. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. So, hey, what's the story on Diwali? Uh, do you say Diwali or Diwali? Because I'm I curious Diwali, about that which whole is thing. actually a contraction. It's short for Deepavali. That's how you know it. If you're from Long Island, it's Diwali. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what do you do? Uh, well, what do I do? Or yeah, what are the well, usual, I know you're with, I know uh, you're with uh, your family. And namesake do. Whichever. Pick one. All right, I mean, I'll tell you should, what my family What does. should I know about it? I mean, you know, as the guy with the Jewy picture on Skype. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about you, Earl. It is. We put candles around your Jewy picture for, uh, <laughs> for eight days and give each other gifts. No, it's... Um, That's so what Hanukkah is like at my house. It's, it, the entire this, like, month from Navratri, which was the one before, is all celebration of the goddess. So in my sect of Hinduism, God is a woman. Yeah. So, uh, and so it's this time of year is celebration of the goddess. And so in this form, she's, you know, Mahalakshmi and that's, uh, mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's basically like, so day one of uh, this three days. So day one is called Dantheresh and that's when everyone's focusing on like, uh, you know, doing your little rituals for wealth. 
The second day is kind of like the Hindu Halloween, uh, where the tantric guys uh, summon all the demons for their own personal black magic needs, and they just happen to terrorize all the other Hindus that have no <sighs> skills in black manage- magic. Why is only and, the black uh, magic guys into the tantric? Yeah, well, can, can we know, stop like, on the tantric yeah, for a minute? Oh, yeah, those, those guys are awesome. I oh. totally love to be one of those guys, except they end up, you know, possessed and naked with dreadlocks in a cave in India somewhere. Ooh, oh, sounds sounds cool. Hell, man. 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 Those guys are oh. so cool. They're so cool. <laughs> You know, they can do the guys you see on the bank of the Ganges with giant stacks of pot and they'll like they'll like sell you pot like on the bank of the Ganges for like, you know, a ruby or something. I'm being a bit goofy, but during the during that celebration, I mean, I I can't. Am I wrong? The tantric stuff is really about sexuality and sex. No, that's an American thing. Just like uh, yoga is about that's a commercialism thing. Just like. You know, in the West, yoga is about like poses and stuff, and it, and that has that has nothing to do with yoga whatsoever. Okay, it's uh right. It's, it's the same thing with tantra, right? Like there's there really isn't a tantric sex thing. I think it may be like one sentence in one book somewhere, but you know that's how you can sell things to Americans, right? I thought you're supposed to lay down on like all this like kind of you know strawberry puree, you know, some kind of like fruit bottom yoga. <laughs> That's terrible. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Big Dog is doing his own sound effects today. I'm too. I'm like so spacey today. I don't even have the sound effects up. So good job. <laughs> there we go. Okay. No, tantra. Tantra is Jungian stuff, right? It's it's uh, it's turning into whatever you might be afraid of. What? So like it's it's hanging out at cemeteries. It's meditating on death. It's learning black man- magic. Consorting with demons, uh, tying big bricks to your dick just because it hurts. You know? so, <laughs> it's the Jim uh, Rose sideshow. Yeah, they no, do that. But this is about yeah. ma- this is about letting the fears manifest, or this is a. It's it's about just turning into a master. It's asceticism, pretty much, and and tantra is is the essential. Uh, you know, God is the goddess, right? So it's the you know, so that's where Kali comes in, and all of reality is really Kali, and t- tantra is you know. Uh, Turning your life over to the feminine and uh, some ascetic torture. You should sum it up in a sentence. I'm, I'm, I love the sound of that. Did you self-flagellate? Like, do you do anything to, to tantrify yourself? No, I don't. Uh, the my the extent of my tantricism at all for, force myself to sit in a position for you know an hour to end and sit there with a rosary, not an e rosary, unfortunately, not an e rosary. But uh, okay, that sounds like you got through half of it. What happens after the tantra? Oh, after Tantra Day? Yeah. Uh, that's the actual Diwali night. And uh, for me, it's writing candles uh, around the house and, uh, and you know, honoring the goddess. Now, for my family, it's every holiday is just an excuse for as many people as possible to get together and eat themselves sick. You see, this nice. is where religions <laughs> yeah. actually, during holidays, it becomes clear that religions are pretty much all the same. Mm. But no, nobody does it like the Jewy religions. Though. Nobody does it like us. That's yeah. right. But I mean, no, like Caleb was talking about, you know, the, the family getting together and who's dying and who's sick and who's old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you eat and you eat and you eat. And you, so that's pretty much the Jewish thing. And it sounds like you guys had a little dose of that. Although you were telling me, I think that uh, well, you said on the phone before that the stuff that your that your mom and your aunts were talking about was so raunchy that we should really just replace them with replace us with them on the show. Dude. Man, is <laughs> so my sister, my cousin and my mother till God knows when last night as they're drinking wine, sitting with their plate of cheese. And, I, you know, I'm just sitting there and uh, and I, I start asking questions because like the stuff women talk about that they usually don't in front of men, like they're just talking about, you know, impending menopause and uh, <laughs> and like 
and and their and their childbirths and right and like what contractions actually feel like and uh, and my sister's a doctor so she's got all sorts of stories about women shit themselves during childbirth and that's a very common thing and like none of this stuff I knew right like I'm like I thought I knew everything right like like you think after 43 years uh, and I would at least have some information I would believe that would be something you wouldn't know I didn't know that some kind of fecal fetish at least (laughs) oh the guitar is coming in no I just no he's hugging his guitar that's really gross that's, that's no, but it's like, amazing. It's, so I, I no, asked him about contractions because I'm like, what does a contraction feel? If you have, if you know a woman who's had children and is able to close enough to you to de, comfortable enough with you to describe what contractions feel like, dude, that is, it is the most. I and I can't do it. You have to hear it. You have to hear from them. And I'm amazed no woman has ever discussed this with me before. And like to them, it's just like, you know, nothing. Right. They're all nonchalant about it. like, oh, it's, you know, it's, you know, Carol it's, it's, Burnett. it's absolutely excruciating, but that's a part of life. I'm like, oh, it, sure. it sounds like the most unnatural thing possible. Right. Like when they're described, <laughs> but like contractions, like, like, like there's, you're getting squeezed from the inside. Like it, it's, it's. Carol Burnett show, she, had, she was once asked from the audience what, what labor is like. And she said, ah, no, I can help you on this one. And she's okay. Grab your bottom lip between your thumb and your forefinger and pinch it as hard as you can. I mean, like, like, you know, like you're trying to hurt yourself, hold it as hard as you can and then pull it over your head. <laughs> she said, that's kind of like labor. I, you know, all I can tell you from having a daughter, because even, even having a wife, I don't get to know some things is, is that women are, they don't tell you. Anything. Yeah. Women. I mean, how long do you go out with a woman before she'll fart openly with you sitting right there? Because sometimes it's years. See, Kayla's avoiding my glance now because she knows I'm looking at her. But never. Never, right? Right. At least 20 minutes. So you're obviously not going <laughs> to... You're obviously not going to start talking about things that are happening in the uh, delivery room either because, you know... I don't know. It's just a non-spoken thing. But you, that's what, these what other non-spoken don't things know. are Like there? Women will talk to me all day long nonstop about shit I already know. Mm-hmm. But like, like, <laughs> but like the fucking mystery. The yeah, two greatest I want to know what happened in the delivery room when you're when you pooped yourself. That's but like, much more even like women don't talk about it to like new moms. Like it's a weird yeah, they, thing. Like I my sister had a kid and I was like, So what's it like? I mean, mind you, my sister then had like a C section and stuff like that. But I was like, even like carrying your kid, like What's it like? She's like, oh, it's the most beautiful thing ever. I'm like, you want to know sure. if it's like yeah. carrying a ball. Yeah, you want to know like if it's carrying a bowling ball. That's what you yeah, want to know. Yeah, I'm like, so right? what's it like? What what are you feeling? I know the baby kicks you. So is it feeling like you're really just getting beat up on the inside? Like what's going on? They don't share that information until oh, like they, you're pregnant. And then they're going to be like, oh, by the way. Right. They're like, <laughs> they're going to slit your vagina just because yeah. it's going to tear Just so you know, your vagina is going to tear all the way to your butt crack. And it's just going to be one large... Some of you may not heal. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone goes through this voluntarily, not just voluntarily. They, they like seek it out and you're like, ah, (laughs) and let's not forget the hemorrhoids. It's magical. Oh yeah. It's magical. Yeah. And it's magical. I'm like, what? It's the most beautiful thing ever. Touching your baby's head because you can't stop pooping. Like, how is this any good for anybody? (laughs) That sounds like the real tantric. (laughs) <laughs> from what you described. Well, I said, you know, and this is why God is a woman. I think the two, I think the two greatest secrets on earth are Santa Claus shh, and uh, aging, you know, I think, well, okay. So I think we're, 
uh, of the same sort of tribe that ages but doesn't actually feel like your numerical age is changing yeah, yeah. or only your body ages, right? I've talked, I've asked people, am I the only one that thinks I'm still a kid, but with things that just heal more, more slowly? Melton John thinks he's a kid. It falls into two categories. Some people go, no, I feel like I'm my age. And some people say, yeah, I still feel like I'm 18, but my body's sure falling apart, which would be, I guess, our camp. Caleb, oh, I know you're right away with there. social treatment. Oh, yeah. Like Definitely. you're suddenly more invisible to society and irrelevant. Well, to women, which is really the important part. Uh, it totally <laughs> happens to me down here. Like it's amazing. Like you're just suddenly like, unless I'm wearing a sport coat, you know, I'm, I, I don't exist, which in some days it's, it's cool, but like it's, you can notice a definitely definite like, and uh, a difference of, you know, I, I, and I, and I don't know if it's an American thing. Uh, I don't know, but like people over the age of 40, or maybe even as low as 35 are just second class citizens completely. Yeah, people don't flirt with me anymore. It doesn't. I, once in a while, I would get a, a little flirty look the or booger that's hanging from your nose. It could be. I'm not removing it though. I like it there. It's keeping my nose warm. No, but I, what's with the sport coat part? Makes you look like you're in works. business. No, so it just it works. When you're no, older, you women need are to look shallow more as hell. That's what Kayla was talking about weddings a couple weeks ago. Yeah, dude, I can put a sport coat on or a suit and walk around town and women half my age. Well, like one time I, I was coming from a funeral and I decided to stop at the store to buy some stuff. And some woman was lining up her fucking kids to like, uh, suddenly her unruly kids were all lined up to be well-behaved and smiling at me and like her, as if I'm going to be like, Oh, sweet kids. I'm willing to take them on. Right. Like it was like the dude, it's, it's night and day, but if I'm walking off unshaven and like casual wear, right. Like I'm, I'm just some scuzzy middle-aged dude. Oh, I have to think about that. But you put on you put on a sport coat. You're uh, they're throwing themselves at you like you're like you're you like you're Elton John, man. Yeah, it's because you could be you could be someone. Oh, you might so be shallow. Just, it's such a turn off. Also, like, you might have money is really what it yeah, comes you down could to. Have and money, that's the turn off, right? Like just, like women complain that men look at them as, you know, sex objects. But women look at us as status objects. Right. And so like it's 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 the same thing. I assume a woman feels if she's walking around in a miniskirt and people will ask, why don't you wear a sport coat more often? I'm like, well, probably the same reason chicks don't walk around in miniskirts more often. It's not really the attention you want. Yeah. You know, I mean, I always think every husband's more of a trophy husband. Every woman's got to be like, yo, check out what I got. He has right. a good job. Totally. Mm. <laughs> like an Uber There's driver. A <laughs> You're just an accessory. Yeah. So now I'm thinking, I'm really hung up on the sport jacket thing because I like my sport jackets and I never wear <laughs> one. It works like magic, dude. You won't even realize. Like, it's 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 so ridiculous, dude. Like, if you if you dress up in a suit now. and slicker your Why back a little bit. Why did you tell us this a month ago when I could still put on a sport jacket? Well, you remember, remember when you were like between 25 and 35 and you thought like the leather coat was the sign of the elite. But what it really was, was the sign of a bathrobe. Like it's the leather jacket is the bathrobe of the elite. It's just thing you could just throw on, throw it on the floor. It doesn't wrinkle. You don't really have to pay yeah, attention to it. I love my it. biker jacket. <laughs> yes. Lisa, I want one again and Lisa won't let me get one. She just, she goes, you're too old. Just can't have it. I, oh, no. I, I like. I would get one again because I like them so oh. much. It's the same thing. You can throw them. You go to the movies and you throw them literally on the floor yeah. in front of your seat. And if there was mustard and Coca Cola there, <laughs> good, made it better, you know. <laughs> but I'm not allowed to wear those. But maybe no, you're not. Coats. Just for that, you should buy a motorcycle. I, rub it in Lisa's face. Uh, well, once you reach my age, you should. You should have a Harley that you ride on the weekend for 15 minutes. And, and a vinyl, spend all and a vinyl collection. Yeah, and a vinyl collection. And, and a vinyl yes. collection. Right. <laughs> super Tramp. I've got the Super Tramp and the, and, the, and Peter Frampton double album on uh, vinyl. 
come to my place. Who? Uh, and I'll show you. <laughs> Shit. Well, if it doesn't work with Kayla, it's not going to work with anyone. Have you um, have you ever held a record in your hands, Kayla? Yes, I have. Yeah. My mom has a large collection of records. Oh, like yeah. like what? What's in there? Mm, Lionel Richie. Woo. Uh, other people, I don't know. Yeah, I, we, I, I have wait, a wait, question okay, so, about uh, Lionel Richie. Okay? Yeah, I do all too. Right. So, Can I just go first? Because right, really you go quick. first, and we'll get into it. Okay, are we talking about Lionel Richie like rubber band man, or are we talking about Lionel Richie like Sunday easy like all Sunday morning? Got it. Or all night long. Uh, I think she probably has all of it. Oh, my mom was a big all Lionel of Richie it. fan. Like yeah. Commodore stuff. Oh my! Yeah, my mom oh. loved Lionel oh. Richie. Oh, I feel like he might have been second to Michael Jackson. Felicia, Fiesta, oh. forever. Yeah. I just knew Hello. I liked Hello a lot, even though the music video was Wasn't, mad creepy oh, because it's like when he's like in love with the student. Yeah, the blind girl. That's that's uh, the lyrics are like uh, I'll sometimes see you Hello. bump into my door. Yeah. Okay, Hello. and that's the same. Is it me you're looking for? I can see oh, it in your sing. eyes. I can see it in your smile. You're all I ever wanted. See, girl. <laughs> I loved that song when I was a kid. See, to me, and I'm still thinking like Commodore's Brick House. To me, that's a song. But, mm, that's a good one, too. Right? But, yeah, like uh, Easy. How did, how did that guy become the Easy Like Sunday Morning guy? Who is today's Lionel Richie? I'm still stuck on that. <laughs> Who is it? I know. DJ Khaled. <laughs> Another. He, he finds his way into fucking Another everything. Another one. <laughs> he's the Lionel Richie of Instagram? He, but he's, he's omnipotent. He's putting way more stuff out than Lionel Richie did. Lionel Richie had his hand in everything, but he didn't, he didn't make all... You know, he wasn't constantly producing stuff. He just was constantly going towards things that were being done, right? He worked with Phil Collins. He worked on those movies. He, worked, you know, he did duets with Donna Summer and all that stuff like that. But he, and he'd cross over in all the genres, right? It has to be a genre crossing dude. Right. I started thinking, you know, was it like one of these modern Tom Jonesy guys, like Michael Bublé or something like that? No. No. No, no. No. No, like, Lionel's a special yeah, kind of smooth. Everybody. Lionel, Lionel Richie mm. put the V in smooth, right? It's got to be, it's got to be totally smooth. Is it Ed Sheeran? Ooh. Mm. He's done songs with rappers. Ooh. And Ooh. he does his own stuff, but he, I, I think he loses the. I think because he was picked out of uh, YouTube, he loses the position though. But that's the closest one. Yeah, in practicality, right? Yeah. What, what he's doing now. I think it might be him. Yeah, it might be Ed Sheeran. Way to go, millennial! Thanks. Had to dig into there. I don't listen to Ed Sheeran. Went into your mind palace there to yeah. find out. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I gained I'll, the power of all the millennials. I'll, I'll have another yeah. question with, like with this for the next. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll have another question like this next week of who is the what of today. Okay. <laughs> we'll work on this. Good. All right. Because we need more reasons to go. <laughs> for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you could just give us a, a heads up. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, give us a heads up the day before, then we could look up the answer and just, you know, just make it sound like we know what's going on in the world, or at least help me out a bit. You guys know. Like, every time I do a show with you guys, I realize how little I know about what's going on in the world today. I watch the news for three hours a day, but apparently I still don't know what the hell's going on anymore. Oh, I'm worse. I actually get the news from you guys. Oh, that oh. is bad. <laughs> That's really bad. <laughs> 
need better sources. Yeah, strongly advise against that. All right, so um, I think I'm done. I'm, I'm getting done. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm so. Done. I have to. Sh- okay. Well, may, well, we can always sort of call it. And I have this piece of music that I recorded that I wanted to share with you. Not that I made it. Uh, a week ago, the Preservation Hall Jazz Band was in town. Yeah. From uh, New Orleans, where they play in, believe it or not, Preservation Hall. Wow. Which is where I first saw them. And they are super great. Um, and I like New Orleans jazz very much. Anyway, they came to town and I did the completely inappropriate thing. I recorded a lot of it with my, with my phone because I knew I wasn't supposed to. Um, and it's been stuck in my head ever since. And I thought, all right, well, they're pretty cool. And we can, there's like four or five minutes of, of wicked, just New Orleans cool that somewhere uh, I was going to play to counteract the Kanye West, but I don't know if we're fi- if we're finished, and then we can then we can go out on that. Or let's see what else is on the list. I hear yawn. You're all yawning. What a bunch of lame asses. <laughs> These are total fake. These are lame asses. What else do we have? Let's see. Anyone want to? Anyone want to talk about uh, my mindfulness class? That was cool. You went to a mindfulness. class? I spent class? 15 minutes playing with a raisin. Oh my God! Yeah. Why? What? Well, Does it open up your mind. What did that, that raisin ever do to you? <clears throat> I made them no. Pay. You think of the time of the raisin, the, the progression. The raisin stopped being raisiny as I played with it. Okay. The All raisin the little, yeah, Skywalker. right up. It went. Came a grape. Oh my God! You me too. The raisin. <laughs> God. Uh huh. Surviving raisin. <laughs> I would rather hear from this raisin and its experience. With well, you. the raisin didn't do too well. I mean, at a certain point, it ended up in my mouth. Um, and from it's all downhill. I haven't there, heard that. that was, I haven't heard that since prison. Yeah, it, it got it got bitten, and uh, and I swallowed. Ooh. Yeah. No, this is a this is a thing right now, right? Mindfulness is a thing, and uh, yeah, they're overdoing it though. They're it's really overdoing it. Spotlight, stoic, emotionless fucks. It's driving me nuts. What I wouldn't do to have a conversation with somebody who's not autistic. Okay, well, oh yeah, and I'm just dragging things out now so we can have more material. I can feel you guys like itching to go. I have to rest my leg. <laughs> What is the story? Okay, we talked about TikTok, right? Yes. And and so I figured, all right, well, if Anand says the Indians love TikTok, and you're saying, love like, it. the politicians here were loving TikTok, and yeah. you, right? Yeah. So I went and got the app. It's the stupidest thing I've ever it's seen. Dumb. I don't have the app. I oh, can't okay. believe you have the app. No, well, <laughs> I, I tried to make something. I was, like, looking for ways to like it. Did they show you the, the first? I did the same thing, actually. I ran right home and did it like an old man like you. And did, did, they, uh, did they show you the first introduction video as the guy threw Throwing the craft singles out the window of his car. Well, I would have watched that. No, all right. <laughs> Which is funny. It's 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 about ten seconds long, and it's three cars. It's the it's a guy's hand holding a craft single, and of course, you know, the first thing in your mind is that that's that's good for nothing, right? And then you see him throw it out the car, the window of his car, and it hits the side of whatever car is passing him, right, and sticks to the window, and then it cuts to 
his second single and he throws it and it manages the windows down so it goes right through the car and out the other window that's down beside him oh. and then the third you one you found the one good the video third on TikTok. one they pull up to a guy on a on a moped with a helmet and they hit him in the helmet with it and he pulls the face guard up and laughs his ass off that's a nice little video that's good i would watch i, I i'd be entertained by that but i didn't see anything close to that yeah, i saw that a bunch of teenagers yeah. girls lip syncing it was like a bunch of teenagers yeah. lip syncing for to, five seconds to their boy to their boyfriend's breakup calls. Yeah, right, right, and like ridiculous, just ridiculous. There's so many weird sub genres of TikTok. There's the divorce one, where like it's like old guy like people just like taking off their wedding ring and throwing it at the camera while they sing a sad song. Um, then there's like the e-boys and the e-girls and the visco girls and the there's it's really a very interesting place i don't have the app because i'm like i i, I don't see myself ever recording any of <laughs> even these even the millennial doesn't like the millennial app. Well, i'm on the age of i'm on the You're old on the side i'm on the old side of it sure? or is this a control thing like like cigarettes if no. i if i buy the pack i'm going to smoke no <laughs> so it's I'm because no. You know, my birthday is now in uh, uh, nine days, what and I'm getting old. old. Yeah, we better remember that for next week. Getting old. You're a scorpion. Getting yeah. old. Your knees are failing. Yeah, my knees are failing. I'm gonna be ripe old twenty four. So it's oh, just wow. I don't know what hard. we're gonna do. We're gonna have to get bring a new millennial. Cane. Yeah, what happened? We are. I Earl, know. Earl, loan her your cane. <laughs> I have uh, crutches. My my boyfriend's <laughs> mom literally, literally offered me a like walker. <laughs> What sorry? My she boyfriend's girlfriend. Yeah, so his much. his grandpa passed in the summer, and they still had his walker. And so she was like, "Do you want a walker?" And I was like, "Yeah, no, no you want one stainless. No, you want a surgical grade stainless steel cane so you can walk around telling people you got shot. Yeah, that's why. Exactly. No, you Kanye busted cap that in my walker. ass. <laughs> I mean, I would take the walker because it has the seat on it. That would be nice. <laughs> no, it is nice to have those. It is. I so now I can jealous. sit wherever I want. Yeah, you get on the bus you and you know, everybody's got a bus. seat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you get the special treatment. Plus, if there's nowhere to sit and no, nobody's looking up from their phone, you can just sit on the thing in the doorway and nobody can yell at you. See, yeah, the smart cool. way of doing it is getting the window seat because if someone sits on the outside... They have to get up. That's how I sell them the song. Oh, I got this all figured I out. I got to remember that. I really do. Oh, no. Can millennials are all about hacks. Let's <laughs> try and get her one. <laughs> yeah, a, a, hurry, a hurricane. <laughs> I get now that I have my uh, membership to the um, Association of Reti the American Association of Retired People, I can get hurricanes with a discount. So oh. I'll get you one of those. There's a scooter store not around. too far from my house. So I might get one of those. The electric see, scooter. See, another hack. That's why she hangs out with us. We're a bunch of hacks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I almost get killed by one of those regularly now. Like, I'm gonna people get who it. ride those things don't give a shit. They don't. I'm going to put a speaker on it, they, blast my music yeah, super loud. And just, oh. Yeah, why would you? <laughs> Down the sidewalk. There's no excuse me or beep beep. Or no. It's like, just like. I'll run you over on my scooter. <laughs> I'm going 20 miles an hour. On my and scooter. they're fast. Yeah, they're yeah. fast. Yeah, they are. I want one. I've got my little electric scooter, but it's nothing compared to those. Those are terrifying. <laughs> I have a telephone call coming in in five minutes, so you better wrap this. You better. Are we wrapping up? Okay. Mm -mm, you you don't better. want to talk about your... Well, I can leave. No, I can here. leave. You don't want to talk about your eczema? It's one of my favorite, favorite things to say. Do you need me for this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you have eczema. 
Oh, a How do you know can't about start that? without me? You said it. That's Did a meeting I, I wanted yeah, to You're like, oh, I have, I have eczema. Let's talk about oh, it. Oh, we yes, can't you talk specifically about, yeah. said. That's right. <laughs> Write that down. Okay, so has, did, <laughs> does anyone, down. has anyone ever just suddenly had it? Um, like, no. no. No, okay. Like that, uh, this, and it's not something you catch, right? No. No, no just, that's a different develops. thing. No. That's, uh... Are you sure she's not dry skin? No, no, yeah. it's not going away. Are no, you, he's like the me. first white guy not, to get ashy. Is that what's going it's on? It's getting worse, but it hasn't. It hasn't actually like turned. I, I have a, a steroidal cream, but I haven't, uh, and I've been using it. It's a. It's just polysporin, basically. But it was literally not going anywhere, and I think it was from these weird leather gloves I got from the dollar store when I started assembling Ew, furniture. Then well, maybe they had like gloves. scabies inside them or yeah. something. Like, like yeah, but so. there's that thing. Like you can see it across the table. I'm sure. Look at that. Oh, let the record like show running. that uh, he has a weird growth coming out. Some of his kind body. of a growth. It looks like in in Game of Thrones. No, up, you know, no, what was up that here, thing Kayla, up here. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's really gross. It's really weird. I'm and, so and glad and you so shared I, that. I did like pictures on on the internet. I googled it as, as you're supposed to, right? <laughs> IMD. Yeah, the, not and, IMDb. And web, the, WebMD. WebMD to WebMD. find yeah. out so all the things I'm dying, dying from. Yeah. Right. You now you have cancer. And and it's uh it's uh it's, it, it's elephant skin of some kind. I don't know. It's like the heartbreak of psoriasis. I'm rebooting the elephant man. Mm. All right. Well, no, up here, man. Up here. <laughs> Jeez, that was a good segment. I get you back for laughing at me because today I can tell I'm not funny and I'm half asleep. And I thought I'd be totally on today and I just am not. So you guys, thank God, are funny. Um, I was going to talk about my ham radio competition on the weekend, but I can always talk about that. Oh, yeah. Time. I was going to complain about Dutch chicks, but I'll wait till McDog's back about yeah, that. Or we can, I mean, he's the expert. <laughs> on uh, on Dutch chicks, apparently, as he, he educated us. On, and everything he I, told us about Dutch chicks, yeah. by the way, was wrong about this particular girl. Oh, oh no it, kidding. But, right, well, let's do it without him. Let's like, do us, right behind his back. Come on. Yeah, totally. Totally, right? Well, so he gave us like a bunch of time. I'm expecting this girl to like do everything he was talking about like two weeks ago. None of it. None of it was true. Oh, no. Like uh, he was saying they breathe instead of saying, mm-hmm. That wasn't true. Oh. But he was correct on the whole, I don't know if this was McDog or somebody else, he was correct on the whole stoic dead on the inside thing. Huh. Mm -hmm. I was in, do you remember during the exile, triple exile days, adult entertainment tonight no, days? No, because that wasn't us. Not really. You weren't really in, in, involved in, <laughs> except in the Vegas part of it. Oh, and that wasn't us. Of course it wasn't. It wasn't us. That was that the other to do with Iranian that. guy. Crank caller, crank caller. <laughs> we were um, working CES. Right. Men. That's exactly right. I don't know what came over me there. Must have been the <laughs> special wake up light. Um, but I ended up in those days spending so much time in, in Holland. And I don't think I ever met a Dutch. Like, I, I mean, met. I don't think I ever, let's say, hooked up with a Dutch girl. Well, it's an I was absolutely there. frustrating experience. Now, but of course, then again, I'm I was with, I mean, I was with, now that I think about right, it, I was, I was with Lisa already. So I guess that's why I didn't. But in general, they're not welcoming oh, really? people to a, well, to a brown North American Jewish guy. Like, that's <laughs> the, I'm not their thing, really. They're looking for uh, Dolph Lundgren or uh, Rutger yeah, Hauer. Is that what's going on? Like, I don't know. I had, so I pretty much, you know, spent four days with one last week. Okay. Uh, did, she, and, did, uh, did she laugh at your pain? <laughs> like, if you've made a mistake, did she, did I don't she know laugh? If it was pity. I don't know. And I'm a passionate 
passionately intense, loud American male, right? Like I have emotions and shit, right? And I'm sure that's extremely shocking to a cold as ice stoic Dutch woman, right? And uh, oh wait, but so wait before you go on, was this a swipe right or a swipe left, or did you actually meet this person like it's through normal human interaction? No, I met her on something. She's like, here's what's sexy about Dutch women is they're super independent. So she came to America to on her own to travel Route 66 from one end to the other. All right. Yeah, that sounds and, cool. Uh, you know, so so I so I met her as part of this whole adventure she's having, which you know turns into staying at my house for four days, right? <laughs> oh, but uh, I was like, just wondering if but, she, you know, it's weird. She's European, so she's like she's vegan, but drinks milk and eats cheese. So like I I was I was confused so the whole fucking time. Vegan. Right? It's not vegan. She's vegetarian. Right. Maybe? I was confused the whole fucking time. But super sweet. Like she cleaned the shit out of my house. Ooh. Right. Like. Like there's snacks on the table at 10 o'clock at night for no reason, right? Independent and submissive at the same time. Nice. Yeah, perfect. right? So obviously I fell in love within 12 hours, right? Like, <laughs> right? So like I'm in over my head. But like, uh, dude, like God, I am just used to loud American women, right? Like I'm like, it's it's interesting. Like I'm like, there's a, definitely a stoicism yeah about uh you know about dutch women that like I, that you just i just can't crack and I, so and, I, and i'm sure it's much worse so did her. it end badly you know, I'm, I'm this guy right i talk like this right it's i'm sure it's obnoxiously jarring to uh you know quiet dutch girl she's very eager to get away from me uh, okay wait two, two important questions one did this have anything to do with uh with toad the bojack horseman <laughs> no it did he like stop at your house toad. with her and drop her off because he's done that to me no, no, it has nothing to do with Bojack. All right, he's dropped off. No, I've done that to you. Oh, you have. Yeah, I was the one who dumped that girl onto you for like three days. This girl would not. That girl would not leave me alone. The, are we talking girl, about? I say girl, and I say woman. She's she was clearly over the age. Wait, wait. Okay, right? are, <laughs> are we talking about the C dot D? Jennifer? No, no, no. C.D., your brother, dumped on me. Okay. Well, I ended up getting dumped on me, too, at one point. Like, the girl that your brother ditched onto me was a great time. I took her to Mexico. Like, yeah, I had a fantastic How does he do that to you and not to me? Mind you, I'm married, so it's a bit of a thing. The girl that your brother got sick of and, like, ditched ditched with me. I remember. I did that same thing on that Russian, uh, that half Russian, half Korean blonde to you in vegas yes like i just, okay. I just brought her with me to your hotel room you, you, and like left it, like leaving a baby on a doorstep and well, like here's a what I re- tell me if this is the same time or another time you did it to me so i'll tell you what i remember because oh i think we were both in vegas for whatever ces <laughs> or whatever like, it was men are extremely sexy just like, <laughs> <so weird. laughs> like, i came i came to your room or to or to toad's room and you guys were like running lines for some acting thing you were working on. I don't remember what, what it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And there was a young, I, was I guess for something. Yeah. And there was like a, a would be porn star kind of, but too young or something hanging out in your room. And then you guys were leaving. I, 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 I seem to remember I showed up and you said, can you just look after her for a little while? We don't know what to do with her. <laughs> Babysitter? You were gone. If I gave you a warning and didn't just disappear and leave you with this, disaster to take she care of then disaster. it probably wasn't me because my mo with you is usually bring them along and uh and disappear before you have uh the ability to change your mind and say no um no i'm pretty sure but that yeah, this was a setup it does sound like, do you remember what she looked like this was not a hookup sort of thing this was a setup this was you, you knew that you could have a laugh <laughs> about this later because i remember sitting there for two or three hours going i'll get him for this one day. <laughs> 
And I will. <laughs> oh, man. Huh. She was definitely not Dutch. She was the opposite of Dutch in every way that you've described. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like me. Like All right. As I'm on the air. What's funny is, uh, you know, this works on me. I, I think that same woman, as soon as she stopped trying to be uh, like a barnacle to me, totally fell for. Like, you know, it's, it's a whole oh, reverse true fashion. So where did and it go? So, like, was it four days of a passionate love affair? Oh, we're talking or? about Dutch girl? No, oh, no, Dutch I don't girl. know. What are we talking about now? Yeah, what happened to oh, Dutch girl? I was girl? talking about uh, one of these women that I ditched onto you. Oh, but, okay. Uh, Sloppy seconds. Oh, God. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the end with Dutch girl? She just got back on the road? Yeah, I dropped her off at uh, the airport so she can rent a car and get on the road. Nice. And now she hates me. Oh. Well, that's the so way it should that, end. That's not unusual. Well, she won't come back. You should yeah, call it was you, four days. Right? She'll call you in a couple of weeks for a DNA test. Don't worry. Oh, God. Oh, you can hear things are starting to happen Uh-oh. in the real world. Are they going to howl? Is that Lisa coming home and are they going to howl for her? I don't know. Um, okay. Well, McDog seems to be having much more fun somewhere else. And I've used up my list of fairly lame middle-aged shit. Yeah, totally. We're like, uh, we're speaking gibberish. Yeah. We're so unentertaining. Like the topics we're talking about are quite interesting. We just have no delivery whatsoever. I don't know what it is with me today. Like really, I got a good night's sleep. I took my medicine. I <laughs> ate, maybe it was the subway, subway sub that Kayla brought, but maybe it was like the mayo or something. I don't know. But, it's not but my I, fault. But I feel like I'm trying to kickstart my energy this uh, whole show. I know exactly. Really it's this, this new happy light you're waking up to. It's yeah, just maybe that's it. it maybe it's frying my uh, synapses. Maybe. You can't wake up happy like that you in the can't. winter, man. You got to wake up mad and mad sad. Mad and miserable. Yeah, you have to be able to force yourself out of bed. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, you ruined it. Oh, I know what I thought of. So, uh, obviously, Dutch girl made me get her fake vegan grocery. So, we're walking around the grocery. And, you know, I quickly degenerated into yet, like, Hi. what looked like, within a few days, like, one of these other husbands who's pushing a car for anybody. But anyways, I walked into an aisle full of Triscuits. And I absolutely thought your Triscuit thing was a Canadian thing. Yeah. Apparently, I've never thought, ever walked into a cracker aisle in an American Walmart. And uh, and I thought of you guys, because there are at least 30 flavors of these, you know, disgusting looking crackers. It's a thing. Uh, and 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 the flavors that they use taste horrifyingly artificial. Like you just know right away that something in there is chemically poisoning you right away. Anyway, now we've got so that, so you can tell that the show is actually ending because McDog is gone. Lisa came home. Kayla went upstairs and brought brought down a couple of absolutely delicious looking uh, croissants. It's too bad you're not here. Oh yeah, because I'm gonna I'm gonna push this thing into my face any second now. I am hungry. Um, Do it. And I've had to pee for an hour and a half. And you had to pee. <laughs> this is how we know it's over. Okay. All right. <laughs> fine. I'm going to, uh, I guess, so when I when I play this stuff on YouTube, are you able to hear it where you are, where we have things set no, up now? I'm not. No, You don't hear anything? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I'm going to have to send you a copy of this recording, and it sounds so good. Um, shit. Well, I'm going to play it anyway for nobody. And that, and then we have a nice little, a nice little outro. Yeah, close out the show with it, and see if we get sued. And when they try to sue us, we'll ask them to come on as guest. Perfect. All right, here we go. Uh, Preservation Hall Jazz Band three three days ago at Roy Thompson Hall. <laughs> 